Welcome to episode 26 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And I'm Dusty Ball. And uh, we're back with another podcast. We're actually in person, together, knees almost touching. Literally touching. In the Neomag World Headquarters together. Jared came all the way out here because we're getting ready to go to the NRA show weekend. Yeah. So I drove five and a half hours to come out here and grace Dusty and Craig with my presence. Yeah. And then we're going to grace our presence for the next 20 hours of driving. Yeah. That we have planned. So we have a ridiculous amount of driving coming up. So we're going to go from Ohio to Indianapolis because we have a event with the Gun Collective tomorrow. And then we're going to leave from there. We're heading up to Grand Rapids to go hang out with our friends. We got what, oh, Ryan's going to be there. The Wiseman guys, uh, I think Lunar might be yeah. there. And IC13. Josh I with IC13. So we're going to hang out with them for, what, a day or so. And then we're on Friday. And then Saturday we're going to get up, drive all the way back down to Indianapolis, which is another five, what's a five-hour-something drive back down to Indianapolis. just thinking about it. I'm over here yawning because I'm like, where we're gonna drive is going to be. <laughs> we're going to actually spend, what, a couple hours at the NRA show before we crash there into Airbnb all together, and then we're coming back home on Sunday. So we have one day where we're not going to be driving. <laughs> and every time we do get in the car, it's going to be at least a four-hour drive, four-and-a-half-hour drive. How comfy is your Jeep? Not. It's not. not, not no. Okay. It's not real comfy. It's better than your, it's better than your Jeep. I don't know. Mine's pretty nice. Yeah, the back seat's not. <laughs> the front isn't bad. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. I, it's been a while since I've gone shooting with a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, we have a couple a couple guys that we'll shoot with in Pennsylvania, but not not like eight people, which would, I guess probably be around eight or nine people. Yeah. So yeah, I've excited. never been to. Have you ever been to Ryan's cabin we're staying at? No. So I've is, actually a little never, cabin we're staying at. Never been in Michigan. I don't think. Hmm. Have you? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I used to go there quite a bit when I was younger. We had uh, my godparents lived there, so we used to go up there pretty often. But uh, no, I'm I'm excited. And honestly, I wasn't even going to go to the NRA show until we got the invite to go up to Ryan's. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah let's go up there. And then it just kept on snowballing with getting invited to, to different things. And I weaseled you into the Gun Collective. We're going to shoot sporting clays tomorrow, which I'm super excited about. Full, full disclosure, I suck at shooting sporting clays. Good. Well, so it'll, it'll, it'll be, feel... I'll probably be a bottom tier performer. Either that or I'm bluffing, but I guess we'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> That's going to make me feel better. I'll be myself. hustling. Yeah. But I'm excited. I, Like you said, I wasn't originally planning on going to the NRA show, not because of the politics around it, but just because we kind of, you know, we talked about it on the podcast. We dialed back on shows a lot this year. And. Because of that, we just kind of ruled out the NRA show. As far as showing at a show, the NRA is one of the more expensive ones. Um, you'll wrap up, especially if you want to go bigger than a 10 by 10 booth, you wrap up a ton of money into it. So we just kind of wrote it off the table. Um, and then originally when I think Ryan messaged us, I think that's how it went. I forget. I was part of one message where someone was like, hey, are you guys going? And I originally said, no, I'm not planning on going at all. You know, I was just going to stay home, but... Like you said, kind of it kind of snowballed into a shooting event. I'm like, ah, I should go. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at the same time, whenever you get a bunch of people together, especially people who are in the same industry, we end up getting a lot of content, even yeah. if it's just kind of impromptu. Like, hey, take my camera and run after me. I'm going to go do this. Yeah. So I'm excited to get some video content and then photos because you know I've been taking photos a lot lately and yeah. just the whole travel and 
photography, and then I know you're going to be vlogging yep. as we're driving. I'll be vlogging. And I'll be vlogging, so we'll be double vlogging. Double vlogging. Um, I'm sure someone else there will be vlogging. Yeah. So, it, I don't know. It'll be cool. I think, um, which by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, I'll probably have that edited and up, but... Um, I don't know. It, it, it'll be neat to kind of show the behind the scenes of us all interacting as friends because we've all we all started our businesses around the same time. Yeah. Really, we all did. I mean, I think Lunar back he had another company, and that was probably the oldest of the group. Right. But other than that, we've all, including IC13, Wiseman Company, me and you, um, kind of started around the same time, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, it is. And it's I'll be honest. I I just I look forward to hanging out with you guys so much because. Um, Honestly, I think it's NRA show two years ago, maybe three, is when I first met. Um, like, I, at least I know that I met um, the Wiseman guys the first time then. It was in a Mexican yeah. restaurant in, at the NRA show. So this is kind of our anniversary. It's going to be a special, special time together. Was that 2017? It, it's, the only reason, I, th- I think it was two years ago, but it seems like we've been friends so much longer yeah. than so much longer than that. Um, that's why I feel like it was, it was maybe three years ago. I can't remember what city that was in. It's it's funny because I met Ben and Noah because they both worked out at Trop, um, and they, you know, we started TA Targets, and at the time we had gone out to the gun shop they worked at to approach them to kind of retail our products, and that's how we we met. Hmm, that's interesting. And then they shortly after that, yeah, I, I remember sitting. I sat down with Ben at a meeting to discuss pricing for, you know, the wholesale pricing of our targets for the, the retail occasion. Uh, but then shortly after that, they both left the gun shop, start, Ben started up Wiseman Company. I, I don't I don't know how that all progressed. I, I think they both were on, on board at the same time. But either we're gonna, way. Well, we're we're going to have them on the podcast. I want to get yeah. I want to get those guys on. But either way, so it was it's kind of cool because we all started off at the same time. And I don't know what, it, it just feels like there were so many fires lit in that time frame. And I... Everyone has their own reason. I know they have their reasons. We have our reasons. Um, but it, it just feels like there's this little flame that kind of flickered through a bunch of people at the same time. And it's kind of cool to see now where, you know, we're in our fourth year. And, you know, you started in 2015. Yep. So, yeah, we're fourth year and plugging away. And it it's definitely, I don't know, it, it's a different outlook than what I had expected. And then I'm excited to, you know, because of all of that and then touching base at the NRA show, I'm excited to kind of see where everybody's at. And Yeah. But also, you know, the other thing I'm excited about, even aside from business, is the fact that I'll be able to turn my brain off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking for, always looking for opportunities to do stuff, but at the same time, this weekend for me is kind of a unplug. Yeah, that's why I, I'm honestly not completely dreading all the driving we're going to be doing. Because to me, that's just, I don't mind road trips, and yeah. especially when I got guys I like with me and we get to just we just kind of get to unplug and, and spend some time on the road so and then we get to go to some fun destinations while, while we're out there and yeah you know it's gonna make for a good vlog it's gonna yeah. make for good good stories we always have good stories afterwards yep. and um yeah and you know I, I I told Ryan one of my goals for this year was to uh, to, to get out and meet up with you guys on at your ranges yep. this year so this will check off uh, going up to see Ryan, and then we just got to schedule a time to get back out to out to PA for you guys. The nice thing is, our, we're all fairly close to each other. Uh, it's not bad. I mean, I so I left this morning to get to you at. Well, I, I had to take a pit stop into the shop because I forgot my business cards and everything. But so that was an extra half hour. But 
it was five and a half hours, I think. And I just cranked the music, put my Jeep in fifth gear, and pointed <laughs> it to Ohio, and I just yeah. ripped down through. I went to Turnpike the whole way, so it wasn't... I mean, yeah, it was kind of... It droned on because you're just on the same road the whole time, pretty much. But yeah. at the same time, I kind of like snapped my fingers and I was here. So it's not bad. And this is the yeah. first time that I, I, for anybody listening, I've already said it, but this is the first time out here for me in your shop, which is cool, by the way, because I love seeing how people do yeah. business. I love seeing people's shops. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I've said it to you before that, you know, I've always wanted to come out here and see how you guys do stuff. And it's not, it's not earth shattering what you know what you got going on, but at the same time, everybody does something different. And not to mention, I just love walking into a shop where someone's built it from the ground up. And I was telling for everybody listening, I was telling Greg when I got here, I remember watching the video where you walked into your shed and showed everybody, hey, this is going to be the Neomag shop. And it was just like an empty, dark hole, yep. you know. And then to come into this and see like you know LED lighting and CNC machine and all kinds of cool equipment and stuff. It's neat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every time I walk in here, it just, I mean, Dusty was here, you know, from the beginning too. He helped me, you know, from when this place was studs, you know, get this place done. And so it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool to be able to walk in here and, and, uh, and see a place that, that the Neomag built. Yeah. And you know, it was, it was a labor of pain, a lot of literal pain building, getting this place done too. <laughs> I, I lived out here from sunrise to to midnight for like three months. We actually knocked the place out insanely fast. Yeah, uh, I, had, I had some really good help. But on top of that, you're running a business. You know, you're yeah, still I was, I was running your... a business. So we had just moved into the into this house, so I was running a business out of like the office, this, this, this tiny little room in the house, while trying to do this. And that was through like the Black Friday craze. I was doing it. <laughs> it, it was about the work, and it was like two degrees most of the time it was freezing cold that that we're out here and i went through a lot of propane tanks yeah a lot of propane (laughs) that's the stuff though that you look back on and you're like yeah you know it sucked a little bit but i love it i I look back on it back and you're like yes that was awesome i i look back on it i don't have any any ill feelings towards that time yeah i wouldn't trade i wouldn't trade that time for anything i love I, i love that project and and honestly i've I've kind of started doing some research on another shop because I can see being being needing to be out of this place in the next year or two, and so I'm starting to do some homework on on shops. And part of me gets really sad thinking about leaving this place. Yeah, I'm like man, I put so much work into this, and it's really convenient to my house. Uh, I got like a 30 foot commute. Yeah, that's rough. Which, uh, which is nice. It's a really long walk. I'd get winded. But you know, what? I have to do my <laughs> own snow clearing. I got to do, yeah. I mean, on my own, I call it DDOT, Davis Department of Transportation. Nice. So I got to do it all myself. So there's a downside. But, but uh, it's it's cool. I mean, speaking yeah. of that, you know, now with like the TA Target shop, it was existing. You know, we already had that footprint there. Kind of squatted um, it, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much we kind of snuck in and we're like, hey, by the way, we're going to be here. Get over <laughs> it now. <laughs> But, you know, I had the same experience in the Cerakote end of it because our shed, I, I had just moved into our house. You know, this was about a year and a half after we started TA Targets. Um, and I had this shed, and I wanted to do something with it. I've always wanted my FFL. Um, and so one of my other buddies and I, we just decided, you know what, we're going to renovate this shed. But we didn't do it, you know, we didn't go full, you know, full bore right into it and make this nice shed. 
Um, it just started out slowly. We bought a cheap compressor. We bought a sandblast cat. We did all this stuff that was really small. And then um, just kind of got started doing the Cerakote thing. And we have pictures from that where it's like super dim lighting. You know, we have this one picture where you can see the shop. You can see our little workbench that we had, which is a fold-out table. And then you could see um, our blast cabinet. We had a little propane kitchen oven, like just what you would cook food on. Right. But you couldn't hardly see. We used to actually pull out our stream lights to shine on slides and stuff when we were spraying. Jeez. And now you walk in the shop, and we have air conditioning. We have heat. We have an oven that can fit almost six-foot-long parts. Nice. Um, we, you know, we could put 30 slides in there at a time. We have an office space where we do all of the any accounting stuff or billing, but we disassemble firearms, and that has a TV and the Xbox. It's air-conditioned. We have safes in there, workbenches, vices. And that is the same thing. I mean, we... We dug the hole in the ground by hand to make, you know, the new shed, the addition onto it. We did it all within a, about a month period. But we, same thing, it was right in July. We were yeah. sweating our butts off, digging it by hand, framed it ourselves, built it. Um, but that's that's kind of the story of business. And that, it, that's I like love, the perfect metaphor. Yeah, I, I love hearing stories from you know, from people that just that beginning time when you're working out of your garage you're working out of your basement yeah working out of a shed and and then seeing how that evolves and 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 that grind i mean it's so it's so much work but to trade that work off you know you know it it would it would it would be a disservice to your business to skip yeah to you know to skip that experience and and skip that time well and i you know it, it might be nice to sit there and think if I would have had $100,000 at the beginning, you know, I would have just spent the money and, you know, maybe eventually down the road, guys like us will start something else or do something else. Maybe we'll have the money to do that. But we still had that foundation. And I feel like if you were just like born into it, you know, born into money or born into a business where you're kind of just walking up, not that that's a bad thing, but you miss out on the aspect of that initial hustle to make that happen. Yeah. Because at that stage... It's one of the most terrifying. Um, all of your money's into it. I mean, at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, you're the one that suffers. Yep. But then your time and your energy, and then like you were saying with building out your shop, the physical aspect, you literally were in pain, you know? And I don't know. There's something about that. And I, that's why I think like the building the shop is the perfect metaphor yeah. for the business. And I don't know how else you could explain it better. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. I'd- now I gotta get out and see your guys. Your guys shop next, and looking forward to going and seeing. I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not sure we'll get to see Ryan's. I don't think we're going to his house. I think we're going to his cabin. I was looking forward to seeing Ryan's little get up. Yeah, his business. Bit, he works out of his basement. Out of his basement, and that's the yeah. coolest thing. It's like, and that's you know, with Ryan, that's one of those things where you kind of name and decide what route you're gonna go. Because there's people that want to take a business and blow it up. And I'm kind of in that that category where I'm like, I want to see what I can do, mm-hmm. not not in a prideful way, but you know, like I'm young and energetic, so why not? Let's see what we can make out of the businesses we're working on. And then there's other other guys. You know, Ryan's whole thing is have less, do more, and we ought to have him on the podcast. Sometime. Yeah, we're we were actually supposed to last week. 
Um, but I was, I, was, I was actually wondering if we could do that this weekend. I'm thinking about. I'm looking at the mic in front of us, thinking about taking it and seeing if maybe we can. It's small enough. We can pack it in. Yeah, see if we can. We can try to do one. Just a precursor to like his mentality, and I'm, he'll talk about it. Is he lives a simpler lifestyle so that he can do the things that he wants without having to put as much time into the business end and and whatever. So there's a freedom aspect to it. So like you kind of have to forge that path and, and figure out where your balance is, especially if the business you're operating could be managed by one person. And yes, it may not grow to a multi-million dollar business, but it doesn't have to if no. it's just you. No, I, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I, I think about that sometimes. I think, you know, I could keep this business small enough so it just supports me and my family and, and Dusty and his family or whatever and, and just keep it, keep it a nice, small, simple business. And yeah, I mean, not every business has to be the next Fortune 500. Right thing if, if it gives you if if you enjoy it and it makes you happy and and it feeds feeds you and your family and keeps the roof over your head and that's and that's what you want out of it yeah more power to you that's and in fact you know, you know when you talk to some of these these guys that have these big big businesses and you really get into it with them they talk about how they miss the old days yeah. of when it was of that small business when things were simpler and and they just, they don't have they don't have the layers of, of stuff to work worry about that they do now yeah and i you know that's that's something like i said i tend to kind of lean toward the let's make it happen let's see how big it can go and then kirby my one business partner who's been in business a lot longer um he always stresses you know figuring out where you want that level to be you know and he's the both my partners are in it for the ride it doesn't matter where we take it we're all just pointing it forward and seeing what happens um, but at the same time, you know, I'm not going to say that we're going to put the brakes on anything, but you can, you can go through phases of business where you're hungry and you're pushing. And then there's other phases where you're maintaining, um, or you could be, I don't, I feel like it's not the right word to say idling because I feel like that makes it sound like you're not doing anything, right. but maybe it's a period of rest and you can, you can threaten your business by trying to grow it too quickly. Oh yeah. You can make some big mistakes by trying to go full throttle. So there's a there's a balance there that I'm I'm trying to maintain, but I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I was trying to go full throttle. Yeah. Right now. Well and I, I think I think in the beginning stages you have to go full throttle. Yeah. Um there's I, I know I feel like I can't let off. I know I feel like I gotta be I have to be pedal in the metal all the time and, and that's and and I'm not saying that that's going to turn into turn this into some huge industry, but I just feel like since we are still a new new business and, and stuff that uh, and there's only two of us here really, um, one and a half of us here still it just it it takes a lot of it it, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of gas. I guess to, the, uh, is Dusty the half? Yeah, he's the half. He's, <laughs> well, he's only part time right now. That's the only reason I say that. But he puts. In, he, he works really hard. He he, he puts a lot. Of, I couldn't do it without him. I'll, yeah. I'll put it that way. I, it, when he is gone or, or something, it's it, I got to do two jobs. Um. So, yeah. You know, it's awesome having Dusty on the podcast. I know he's I've been uh, really waiting for this moment. He's such a wealth of information. Yeah. And but everybody, you know, it it is true though that we are searching as we grow businesses like this for guys like that. You know, people that can go get it that are reliable, dependable, but then are also mechanical, not necessarily in like a mechanics way, but the mindset's there to kind of 
figure out a problem and then fix it. Yeah. You know, and it, it's not always easy to find people like that. No, from what I hear from other friends or business owners, it's almost impossible to find good help. Yeah. It's, it's a struggle. It, especially, I mean, you know, Dusty's a millennial. Actually, I think you're a millennial too. I am a millennial. And those, I apologize for my birth date, everybody. <laughs> there's a stigma around millennials that, that they don't, they don't work. They don't do anything, and that's obviously not the case. Because I'm not for everyone, but there are there. It's like everything. Yeah, I don't care what generation you're from. There's a segment of that generation that is not going to perform or be the ideal candidate to be the employee. You know what I mean? Right. Like, let's be honest. There's some there's some millennials now that are killing it because we have things like social media. You know that our personal brand pages, doing vlogs and videos and stuff that are making an income that's insane yeah and so yeah it's definitely not every millennial but there's a lot and from what there's I, some not good stuff in our generation but you know well, and then it's like that for any generation it but it just it seems like from people i talked to who, who were trying to hire um it's that millennial age is the group looking most looking for jobs and yeah um and it's you know from what they say it's it's extremely hard to find find good help and you know, luckily I've, yeah, you know, when you find somebody that works hard and thinks for themselves and, and all that, you gotta, you gotta hang on to them. <clears throat> yeah. I put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's one of the things that I'm super excited for <clears throat> growing the business. I've, I've always said it, that I want to have a team of people pointed in the same direction. You know, we're still... TA Targets is still in the phase where, you know, yeah, we got our shipping manager who handles all the shipping and everything. Um, a couple guys that help us build the product and everything, but it's not a big team. It really isn't. The The full-time people are very few. It's me and Ethan, really. Yeah. Um, everything else is part-time. And there, there's a part of me that's terrified of the, okay, well, maybe at some point we'll have five, six, seven employees or something like that. But then there's a part of me that's, like, super... Super excited for the point when we get to having, you know, a bunch of full-time employees or maybe hiring some designers or, you know, salespeople or whatever. Um, I don't know. That That's part of it to me that that's part of that legacy of your life kind of thing. Right. Being able to have a business that not only impacts people who are consuming your product, but then also people that are working for you. I mean, you're bettering their life as well through the business. Yeah. So it's a cool dynamic. And that's it's one of the most exciting things. Like, you know, Dusty and his and his wife recently just just bought a new house and uh, one new to them house, and it's cool to think that this business and the Neomag and this product stuff is helping someone else buy yeah. a house. I mean, that's just. But like, all all business owners are bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As evil corporations. Evil corporations. Which I'm an S corp, so technically I'm an evil S corp. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're a corporation too, so we're an evil corporation. Yeah, but it's just it to me. It's just it's so rewarding to uh, to see this benefit and you know the, other people and, and not just customers, but but ideally you want you got to take care of your your employees first and yeah and your business and so yeah that's that's been part of the journey for us too and it, I don't know some of the hardest parts are figuring out when you know, we've talked about that before but when do you when do you hire somebody. When do you expand? When do you invest in equipment? And as a new business owner, that's probably one of the 
the bigger struggles that I have is figuring out when. I mean, you've heard me talking about that fiber laser that I want for how long. Yeah. But. It's also know, a half million dollar piece of equipment, so there's a reason that. Yeah, you can't just it's, go out. It's justified and, to to be uh, to yeah. mulling over that one for a while. But it's it's one of those things where that's half the journey, though. You, you know, wanting the struggle to, to make that make sense. Yeah. Make that next hire make sense. Make that equipment purchase make sense. Or maybe maybe it's just a lesson in patience and being okay with, you know, well, we may not have the best of the best right this second, but, you know, the mindset and the business end of it's just as important as the equipment that you're using. Yeah. So, I don't know. But this conversation, this is what's cool. When we get together with, like, Ryan and, and the Wiseman Company and stuff, I haven't talked to those guys about business for a while. And I'm excited to also pick their brains and be like, hey, yeah, how's your business definitely. going? What do you guys got cooking? You know, I I always love that about talking to the guys with Wiseman Company. Every time I see Ben, I'm like, so what's next? Because they always had some like trinket or yeah. gadget or some little thing that they were working on. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see if they have anything else going on. Well, for me, you know, seeing them, which we don't probably don't want to spend too much time talking about this because I do want to have them on the podcast for them to talk about. But the thing that's that's been cool for me to watch with them is is uh is just the direction that, that they take with the business because it seems like they're doing more with with video and reviewing and and event yeah. coverage and it seems like that, that stuff's starting to take over more of their more of the time and I bet if he asked them a couple of years ago if they thought they'd be doing that, I mean I don't know, but they might say no. Yeah. It's well, it's 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 the progression. And you're right, we'll leave that go because um, they'll, they'll touch on that. But I just remember like the first videos that I saw from them were like survival, you know, like how do you start a fire with Flint and whatever. So like it, it has evolved, but then I look back on what we've done with TA targets and we started out with the ADAP system, but then we built this like classic version of it, which is shaped on a USPSA classic target. And we marketed that for people who don't want to shoot at a human shaped silhouette. Mm. And it's just like funny to, to me to look back and think, we really marketed a target in case people were uncomfortable shooting at a silhouette shape. Well, unfortunately, that's a thing. Like, yeah, I know that there's ranges out there that can't have human-shaped silhouettes. Well, and like even USPSA targets, they say yeah. are too are too human-like. Well, it's just funny. It, it was just funny yeah. to me thinking about who we're selling to today. You know, who I thought I was going to be selling to back then. Who we actually are marketing to now. You know, we're we're in a different bracket than, you know, like shoot steel or somebody that's a, a cheaper end of the spectrum. They're marketing to a totally different crowd. There's not a whole lot of overlap there. Um, but it, the, the preconceptions that I had going into it of who we were going to sell to totally changed. And then obviously the products and all that stuff. Um, it's just cool to look at it and then see how things went along. Yeah. Um, and then try to forecast that forward. But you know that, we could try to sit here and say in five years, this is what it's going to look like. But I have a very, very confident feeling that what I think will happen in five years and what actually happens is probably going to be totally different. Yeah. That's exciting Maybe part. Not. Who knows? Uh, I've, I mean, I know I've got five year goals and, um, it's exciting to, it's exciting to think about hitting those goals, but it's also exciting to think maybe I don't. And it's just, it takes a different direction and, yeah. and it's, it's good. And maybe it turns out better than what, what my goals are right now yeah that's where like when we get into the five-year period since we're on the topic of that that's kind of where my big 
audacious goals are. You know, and then what's funny is in the business spectrum, five years isn't really that long, but it can be. I mean, you can make decisions that could propel you or hurt you really bad in five years. But yeah. when I think out the five years, that's when my brain's like into this crazy spectrum where this is the size of our company and this is what we're doing and this is our marketing. And, um, and I, I think it's okay to dream big like that. I think yeah. that, you know, I joke around with Ethan, um, you know, I say, so when are we going to build our Baja truck or something? Like, it's not about the Baja truck. You yeah. know what I mean? Could there be a day that sometime we decide, you know what? We've worked really hard in the company. We are going to build a TA Targets Baja truck and you and me are taking off for three months. And we're going to race it. Maybe. I don't know. But at the same time, it's not about that. It's just about the vision of you know, where are we going to take the company and then having, I think it's important to have some kind of audacious goal, even yep. if, I don't know, even if it's just to keep you driven and focused, you know, I don't know that we'll ever hit that point, but you know, if we do, but if you don't, if you don't have that in your mind, you never will. Right. It's so like, it's like saying, it. if you don't have a goal or how do they say it? We got to pause for brief intermission for the uh, phone call. <laughs> But anyway, it's it's kind of like if. Hello, this is the Neomag. How can I help you? Hi, this is Jared with Neomag, newest employee on the bid. <laughs> oh, you're having a problem with your Neomag? Sorry, sir. Suck it up. Suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> you can video too. Yeah. I'm okay. Doing cool. Right now. All, right. All this conversation about this Neomag people. Yeah. Video. Those customers are so bad. <laughs> Especially the ones that buy the Neomag. Alright. Back on it. I can't wait to sign off. I've been holding in a yawn. Alright. I kind of want to sign off with my dusty devious desires.com Oh no. <laughs> uh, this episode is brought to you by. Anyway. I'm going to edit it right out. So what I would. It's kind of like having, if you don't have a goal or a target, you're going to miss every time. You know what I mean? So like, you have to have something. And I think that my short-term goals are the realistic ones where it's like in six months, I think this is where we're going to be. Those you can kind of predict and, and go out and achieve fairly easily because um, they're not usually crazy. But I take my crazy and I break it down into small bites, and that's yeah. how you have to kind of chew that down. But and I know we've, we've spent a lot of time over the past six months of the podcast talking about setting goals and yeah, and looking, you know, breaking those goals down. was on here but uh yeah i I know we we spent a lot of time over the last six months talking about setting goals and breaking them down and stuff and yeah it's good to have even silly goals i mean that i think building a baja truck isn't silly i think that's awesome and i want to build one too but uh but having something like that that doesn't have anything to do with your business right that still has something to do with where you see your business yeah in, in that time where that would allow you to do that because the picture of the business for me is the the freedom and we've talked about that you know to be the entrepreneur is to pursue a different path and then everything around that with your goals is going to help uh, draw that picture out for you you know it's it's that complete picture for me and that's why i dream things like oh what would it be like to have a little airbus helicopter that can seat five people you know what i mean like that's crazy (laughs) that'd be amazing it's crazy to like you know 
Ethan and I were just dreaming of that the other day. We're sitting there like, oh, how cool would it be to have an Airbus helicopter? And so we're pricing out Airbus helicopters, <laughs> and then you're finding out they're like $2.5 million. Like, wow, okay, that's out of the price range. What can we get for $5,000? Yeah. <laughs> Probably but, nothing you want to fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it only takes off like five feet off the ground. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where I think it's important to, especially with your team, to be sitting down and... Um, and you know, it, it usually starts out with like the meetings that we have, we'll be talking realistic numbers and like where we're at or whatever, but then I'll kind of like, it'll take my brain. That'll kind of initiate what, what's going to happen. What is this going to be like? And that's when I get into my crazy zone. Yeah. But that excites me. I don't, I mean the, the unknown, uh, it's like you're going out in the sea, you know, you don't have a map, you don't have a compass. You're just kind of like Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Finding whatever he found first. What did he find first? I don't know. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. But so. I don't know. This is going to be a good weekend. I'm yeah. excited. I I already just, just me unplugging and driving here kind of refreshed my brain and got me kind of pumped up to see what, what the conversation brings this week um, and then what comes out of it because I don't have plans. I'm, I'm here for the journey Yeah. to forge the journey this weekend. I've, I've, got, some, I've got some work event type things to do this weekend, but... For the most part, I'm just it's gonna be a lot of be a lot of R and R. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So we're it's about a half hour or so. We'll keep us short and sweet. Yeah. We gotta we we need to hit the road because we got a lot of driving to do. And uh so uh how can people reach us? Well, uh one of the newest ways you can get on and chat with us is our Facebook group. And you can ask to join that. Just type in Forging the Journey at this little search bar on top of Facebook and then hit join the group. We'll accept you, start a conversation or whatever. We sometimes will post a little topic. Check us out there. You can hit up our Gmail, forgingthejourney at gmail.com, um, where you can obviously hit us up on our personal and business t- uh, Instagram accounts, um, which mine would be TA Targets. I'm always there responding to messages and stuff. We'll keep them carry. Greg, where can they connect with you? Um, well, those same places, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Also, please check out our YouTube. I've, I've been putting a lot of work into that. That's true. There are, like right now, two new videos. Maybe by the time this podcast is up, there'll be three or, or more. Um, so, yeah, please please go check out the YouTube. Uh, like it, follow it, whatever you got to do to YouTube. Subscribe. Subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. And subscribe to all of us on on YouTube. We all have the tubes. The tubes. That's, in, that's where I'm putting a lot of effort in. So, awesome. Well, cool. well, let's hit the road. <clears throat> Guys, it's been a great honor to be on this podcast. Who is that? I appreciate it. Do you hear that? Is that the time hear to the voice? have me on. Is that Dusty? Dude, that's to Dusty. hear my opinions and to really feel out my brain. Well, let's just give him five seconds. Why don't you just give him five seconds of Dusty? All right, five seconds of podcast time. <clears throat> and go. Go. And that's five seconds. And that's five seconds, guys. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. (laughs) Thank you, guys. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.